0: I want to thank you for listening to the 831 Living Your Best Life podcast. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and I know you will be inspired and empowered to tell your friends to go to their favorite podcast provider or go to junglejimhunter.com and click on subscribe, download and like, and please rate us and review us and let us know if we can help you with any of your questions. I want to pass on to you today some story about my dad. From time to time, I will mix in stories from my earlier life because they had such a huge impact on my preparation to become an Olympic skier. As you may or may not know, I came from Saskatchewan, so it was rare for somebody to go to the Olympics as a ski racer coming from the prairies. We didn't have a TV or radio and you were outside every day unless you were practicing your music or doing homework. Dad had you with him all the time and you were learning how to fix things, work on equipment and doing the same work he was doing. You see, he taught you how to think and how to work and how to fix things so that you were empowered to be able to do it when you got older. If he was shoveling a bin, picking or stacking bales, loading bales into the loft of the barn or making chop for the dairy cows, you were part of the action and he expected you to do the work along with him. Once harvest was done, you built the rink with him. Because why? Because, well, we said we wanted to play hockey and he said, you build the rink. And it seemed like every day you were fixing the barbed wire fence because you had to keep the cows in. From spring to fall, you were walking, running, carrying fence posts, equipment, and whatever dad needed from the back of the truck. Every job was age and stage appropriate, but it was always pushing you. You would sweat every day and sleep soundly at night. And the only time you were sitting was if you were ready to drive an implement or the truck. We often were asked to jump on the back of the horse and round up the milk cows for milking. Chop pails were used to spread the chop and bales had to be spread and the winter straw laid out in the loose housing barn for the cows and the calves to sleep on. On the first day of school, when you came home and got off the bus, dad met you at the end of the lane and told you that he would put a roof over your head and feed you three meals a day and you would earn the right to pay for everything else you needed by the work that you did. You learn to be interdependent in the family unit. It gave you the opportunity to be responsible and you manage your income and expenditures with his help. He would give you the opportunity to purchase his calves and raise them and sell them and put the money in your account, as well as having an income to pay for things you did and needed. You see, the point is, you may think this is a tough way to be raised, but I loved it. Why? Because he taught me how to take care of myself from a very young age. Tell me anyone that loves their work today that doesn't wish they were doing something that they want to do, but I had the money to go and do what I wanted to do. Not only did you work, but you were expected to improve on every task and make it better. You were praised for doing things well. You were also disciplined for lazy effort, and so you made sure you did it up to the expected standards. He was setting a standard for me to be the best I could possibly be. We were on the skating rink skating every morning before milking the cows and then back on the ice after school milking, unless you had chores or homework to do. I was on the ice 4,500 hours by the time I started ski racing at 12 years of age. And I'd worked on the farm six days a week, almost every week of the year for six years of my life. By the time I started ski racing, I was as fit as any 12 year old could be. I had traveled to hockey schools as far east as Toronto and west to Nelson, BC and becoming a ski racer was easy compared to working on the farm. I loved it. I was strong, and when I put skis on for the first time on a ski hill in Easter of 1965, it was not like we were kids trying to get coordinated and handle the equipment and tired after one hour of skiing. We had worked all day skiing, so eight hours in one day with a one-hour lunch break seemed like a walk in the park. My first official training came the summer of 1966 when he bought a strength and health magazine and a muscular development magazine. From the back, he ordered a 125-pound starter set, complete with charts and exercise book, and told me by the end of the summer for the next ski season, my task was to lift it over my head with one hand from the floor, and I had to be able to do it with both my right and my left hand. In addition, he purchased crates of Protein 101 and Weight Gain Formula number 7, and you worked out and drank protein shakes daily unless the farm work did not allow you to. Six charts, trained six days a week, one day off. It's perfect. Six to eight exercise on each chart, three sets done three times daily. I would do nine sets a day, every day, at 12 years of age. I know you're saying that's impossible. No, it's not. It is possible. Anybody can do it. Beginners did 12 to 15 reps. So I did one week of that. Build strength, you do eight to 10 reps. And power, you do four to six reps. So I would alternate each month back and forth from May to October. I did a month at the beginning to just get attuned to it and warmed up. and Once I knew what I was doing and how to do all the exercises, it was easy. Each Monday when I was fresh, I would put the weight on the five-foot bar after warming up and lift it over my head. Dad would watch, mark it down, and say, you're getting better. Then he would look at you and say, you must be prepared to play at the level above the one you are trying out for, because that is where the people you are trying out for are headed. And to lead them, you must be prepared at the level above where they are at. He didn't expect you just to try out and hope that you made it. He expected you to lead. I tested over 1,000 kids in 20 years in 19 different sports, and not one athlete I tested in 60 different tests was ever fit enough to play at the level they were already playing at. Most of them were fit enough to play at two levels below where they were, let alone play at the level they were going to try out for. There is so much opportunity to become the best in the world in this country and for that matter in any sport in this country because we have some of the greatest and best sport development programs in the world. You are responsible for your preparation and your opportunity to go beyond where you are. You, you are responsible. You should not ever go and take an exam or take a test or go to a tryout and just hope you're going to make it. You should be the guy leading the pack. You should be the woman that shows all the men what to do and how to do it. An 831er first responder, someone that rescues you from your illness or your sickness or in a disaster, is not somebody that is wondering what they should be doing. An 831er first responder is somebody that can help one patient and jump to the next and not even slow down. My quote for the day... Preparation is not to squeak onto the team, it should be to lead the team to the top. My 1% personal dare today is to ask you to take 15 minutes this week. Yes, this is all we're going to focus on this week, is to take 15 minutes every day this week to improve yourself so that you will have put in six days times 15 minutes, an hour and a half of personal improvement this week so that you will be more responsible and people will be coming to you for advice rather than you going to them. I really appreciate you listening today, and I hope that you will have grown before we meet next time. Thanks for listening.